the awesome thing that I had uh, experienced last year at Rocking the Daisies, and and forgive me if this has been an ongoing thing for many many years, but it was my yes. first um, stay over. Um, was that Rocking the Daisies had a, their own dedicated women's only campsite with women's yoga yes. and uh, upliftment yeah. sort of workshops. Um, yeah. Was that a first in 2019? Um, I think it's incredibly progressive. Uh, I hope that uh, festivals around the world are doing something similar. Um, why did yes. you choose that approach and, and, and have you had, um, what kind of feedback do you get from that? Yeah. Well, look, the idea was Zetu, Zetu Kola. She is our head of marketing and PR. It was her idea. You know, she just came up one day and said, hey, this could be great. I just feel like, um, you know, that I have a lot of friends who come by themselves to the festival. It would just be great to have a space where, you know, there, there's certain types of women who would just prefer to be around other women at a festival environment. And there are some who come by themselves and just would feel a lot more comfortable you know um staying at these sites where you have your own set of showers where you don't mingle with anybody else and she just thought it was a great idea and we were like we love it let's do it you know if you really think it's a great. good idea let's and that came from marketing you know that didn't come from um site or production that came from someone in the team who just came forward with an idea and it was like hey let's do it and the response has been absolutely phenomenal you know people yeah. feel safe and there are some parents who drop their 18, 19 year old daughter off and they feel great about it. So I think it's that and we're ever evolving. You know, we're always looking for any other um, different ways we can cater for people. You know, people don't realize that Rocking the Daisies back in the day used to have like 20 showers for the whole like campsite. Since we've taken over, I mean, we've split campsites into smaller campsites and we've split every showers into every different area. You know, because uh, it's, it's us being forward thinking, you know, we gave out masks last year. We just felt like there's just a lot of people that's dusty. It's, you know, it's, and, and, you know, it was just forward thinking. And every year it's like, okay, how do we make it better? How do we make it better? You know, and we're not scared to fail. I think that's like a very, very, very important point. Failing for us is part of the process. We'll have a year where everyone turns around and goes, why the heck would you split campsites and such a bad idea and then I have um, a team from a music festival with a hundred thousand people writing to me and going George we really love your idea of splitting campsites that's something we would love to implement can you give us more information on it and then you have the show and the show becomes so much safer and then you watch how so many other festivals in the country get hit with crime and then it doesn't happen to rocking the daisies because we have implemented these different sort of procedures and we don't wait for something to go wrong to try and implement them thereafter you know it's rather like okay we we failed here it's okay it's part of the process we as long as we learn from it and that's something we really pride ourselves in you know last year we had a, everyone just writing to us and going wow all the things we had problems with the previous year you guys have just taken to a whole new different level you know Amazing. And I guess that's also a testament to, to the team that you employ. And I've had such amazing um, experiences from, from a booking agent perspective, dealing with Ashley and Shannon and Z2 and Violet and everybody on your team. Yes. Um, yes. While I was there, I, I observed you were very calm. I've never seen you lose it. And not once did I see, and maybe this is just from the outside or outside of looking in. I never once saw no. any micromanagement, not a tap on the shoulder yes. to one of your staff. 
how I mean what's your sort of vetting process to get the right staff because I'm sure there have been staff that you've perhaps had to micromanage in the past but it seems like you've got such a good team that you're just like Shannon this is your role run with it and you don't ever have to look over your shoulder again yeah absolutely look I think in any business I would think it's probably the most difficult part is finding the right people you know but I think what my approach was just, you know, when we first got involved, I was watching the people that were really making an impact as most businesses have that, you know, it's, it's the leadership's role to identify those people. You know, Zetu used to run the social media pages for an agency that the old previous team used to hire. So she wasn't even hired directly at the time, you know? So mm-hmm. for us, it was like identifying those sort of people identifying Shannon and Ashley used to run accreditation who used to only work for two or three weeks on the show but would make such an impact you know it's identifying those people as well as Doug he used to work on the side team he started I mean Doug is our head of production he was literally hitting like um, poles into the ground when he first started 10 years ago <laughs> you know? so these are the people and, and these are people who are always trying to push the boundary you know Doug was trying to learn new software and design the festival on a 3D render and you know you bring these people in and um you try and understand where they see themselves you implement them you know i have four hod's and each one of them runs a very big part of the business doug site and production shannon is the, uh everything talent related you know she's the head of entertainment she runs all the artists the logistics the everything around that world which is pretty intense think about it, it's 400 um, international artists traveling into the country that's insane. the touring part so you can imagine that's like insane just that alone I imagine the local acts and the logistics around that then you have Zetu who's pretty much the GM and she heads up marketing PR everything the brand related um, and she i mean from communication to pr to you know she writes the strategy for our sponsors like just think about that's not even just the strategy for us we've gotten to the point where we write the strategy for all of our brand partners involved you know and further on you have ashley who heads up um sponsorship and activations probably daisy's whole daisy's holds about five percent of the whole sponsorship portfolio in south africa probably the biggest i mean i don't know what other people do but i mean five percent market share for one event it's pretty insane you know and the, and you've been there you've seen the amount of activations and stages and just logistics around that and obviously like i mentioned doug who builds the whole festival on a 3d render and pretty much every everything you see on site is on that 3d render and that's how we cost up the festival he's he's got costs linked to images so as we build we build the budget so it's not this makeshift oh we think it's going to be this much you know so there you've got like four really powerful people and they've all got their own sort of big parts of the business that they run with and you know you can't you you can't micromanage them you need to allow them to do their thing you know I, i try as much as i can leaving as many approvals as i can with them and it's it's a beautiful culture you know we do bump heads as well as everyone does but Mm. we always have the right sort of intent and we all have the right sort of um objective in mind and we're all trying to work towards the same thing so ultimately we're collaborators who work together who touch base and hey this is what i'm thinking of doing what do you think about this 
it's not like hi please sign this off anymore it's not that environment yeah. you know we're trying to as much as we can just collaborate and get our heads around the same table beautiful yeah. so i watched the uh, nasty c yes. premiere on youtube last night which was so awesome to see from pretty insane uh, right? from everywhere else as opposed to being in the crowd and there yeah. was one little snippet where i saw you on stage with your mask on behind the dj booth i think it was and really? and yeah probably yeah wasn't me, eh? probably oh, wasn't me yeah. maybe under those masks you never know yeah. who it is <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um and 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 you mentioned about you know you've implemented those already a long time ago and mm. what's been really cool to see over the the last couple of crazy weeks is the initiative that rocking the daisies has to aid um the medical team in South Africa with COVID-19. Can you tell yes. us a little bit more about that? Well, look, I think ultimately we understand how to manage big crowds, you know. So and uh, the exercise wasn't a marketing one, you know. It came from me personally, but my team has the expertise to manage massive crowds. And you know, if anything it was just to challenge everybody to say, you know, this is a time where everybody needs to put their heads together. Do not be afraid to share ideas. Do not be afraid to put something forward. You could find a solution that could make such a big impact because I was driving past stores that had 3-4 kilometer lanes um to just get into the shopping center. If you just built a snake queue like we mm-hmm. do it and it would give the right distance between everybody and it would allow, you know, a far smaller queues. And the same way with the beds, um hospital beds, we just we understand the supply. You can go to the supplier for what you need, but to just put the whole thing together to quickly build a 3D render and to move quickly. So ultimately we put our ideas forward. We've got a lot of interest. Uh, we're we're consulting on a lot of things at the moment. We are on standby should anything go crazy. And you know, we went even further than that. I'm I'm actually really blessed. I had so many people reach out and say, "Hey, we'd love to fund this." So don't even worry about um funding or anything like that from government. So I think Amazing. if it does happen, we're on standby. We're ready. Um we know in 4 days, 5 days we could build a thousand beds with our high schools. We built 5000 beds between our staff and in Daisyland alone, you know. So for us to move really quickly on that, we're ready. And it was just more of an exercise to go guys put ideas forward, think outside the box. This is a time where we're all affected. Let's you know, I would much rather do that and get on the ground for the next 21 days now and build these um build this project instead of you know being at home and live streaming me yeah. flipping beatboxing or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we we thank you for that. I think it's such a great initiative and I think more people yeah. in the sort of private sector can can take a chapter out of your book. George, thank you so much for all your time. Absolutely. Um I really really appreciate it. I'm so glad there weren't many gremlins on this call. I just had one other question yes. leading on to Go what ahead. you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Will South Africa and the world see George the Beatboxer back <laughs> on stage sometime in the near future ever again? Morgan, you see this is the exact issue we have with booking Drake, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> They are just too expensive and they're just not affordable <laughs> for us. <laughs> no, but, um, you never know, you know, and let's see where life takes us you know maybe cuz there's probably a little beatboxer hole in your heart somewhere no I, you know cold. i think i i had such an incredible run i had such a incredible time you know i was able to change my life and my family's life through that whole process of me being on stage you know so 
um and you know and there's definitely a time and place for everybody else and everyone has their moments and you know i'm really passionate about building new artists now and building new acts in south africa and that's where i've ultimately landed up and that's something that excites me far more than getting on stage again but yeah luckily i don't drink at any event that i perform at so you never know if you ever see me having a drink maybe we're there Ooh, we'll get you, you up know? on stage awesome. thanks so much George, morgan thank you so much for this and all the best with everything in the lockdown and yes you want to and say before something. i go i just want to say thank you so much for your contribution to the industry you have played many roles and i've seen you for the past probably 10 years from different companies to different <laughs> businesses and you've also made such an impact on the industry and artists lives and it's always been such a pleasure working with you we appreciate Thank you. you i appreciate the compliment <laughs> george thanks so much for everything and we'll Thank see you, so you in 21 days let's hope We'll see you on the 2nd of October at Rocking the Daisies. <laughs> Definitely. <Cool. laughs> Thanks, Joyce. Take care. Thanks so much, folks. Bye. 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 Bye.